let us... Today's video is brought to you again by a service that is truly in the world but not of it, and that is fide.email, which is everything that big tech is not. Fide.email is private, secure, and 100% Catholic. You should check it out. Visit fide.email. That's the website, not .com, but .email, and see for yourself. That's fide, F-I-D-E-I, -E the Latin word for faith. If there is anything that is more tiresome than Catholic drama on Twitter, of all places, I'd like to know what it is. Well, okay, there is one thing that is more tiresome than that, and that's response videos between Catholic commentators, which I avoid doing as a rule, but I fear that this video will result in an article written in response to it, and maybe some of the more click-desperate commentators that love to defend everything Francis does will try to make a few clickbaity videos about what you're about to see, because... Today, we're going to talk about the most dreaded topic on all of Catholic social media, the SSPX. No, not really the SSPX directly, but rather what happened when one of the better bishops made a frankly silly comment about the SSPX being in schism on Twitter. He then got backlash from his usual supporters for it, including from myself, to be honest, though I later retweeted his retraction and deleted my original tweet on it. And then mysteriously, he then retracted his statement after obviously having a conversation of some kind with Bishop Athanasius Schneider on the subject, who has gone on the record numerous times to say that the SSPX are not in schism and that their irregular canonical status is being misrepresented by people for a variety of reasons and that the reality of the situation of the Society of St. Pius X is best described as an internal family argument that isn't worth most of the hubbub it generates. I'm paraphrasing since Bishop Schneider has addressed this topic numerous times over the years. But the problem is that grifting outlets and commentators won't take his word for it, nor will they take Francis's alleged word for it either. And I say alleged as we'll get into this, because they instead rely on their own private judgments or the errors of otherwise good bishops who refuse to budge on that position. This is a bit of a divisive topic, as we'll see. So and around and around we go, and it's honestly a tiresome topic. The good bishop I'm alluding to here is Bishop Strickland of Tyler, Texas, who has been a good bishop on most topics most of the time. That's unequivocally true. His leadership is what we want for our dioceses, regardless of what you are, where you are in America or beyond. That's not really in dispute unless you're one of those strange people who thinks Ted McCarrick is a suffering saint and that Francis is literally sent by God to illuminate the hearts of men. I've met people who think that. They need help. Beyond that, though, most people don't have a problem with Bishop Strickland. But he made what can be charitably called a blunder on Twitter, which is where many Catholics make unfortunate blunders. Because Twitter, for whatever reason, naturally seems to just remove your internal mental filter from saying things you might not otherwise say. And Bishop Strickland said the following on Twitter, quote, In these troubling times, with so much confusion, even from Rome, it is critical to remain in the church. Schismatic movements like the SSPX or set of accountants, however well-intended, are an injury to the body of Christ. We must fight for total unity, not just aspects of Catholicism. End quote. Now, I have a problem with this tweet. Neither the SSPX nor most set of accountists are in schism. They are all Catholic. I'm not a set of accountists. I just don't have a problem with the people themselves. I do disagree with their position. That, in these days, is a nuanced thing to say, Is by the way, is that you disagree with someone's position without thinking the person making the, the opinion is bad. But anyway, this tweet was part of a larger point that actually bothers me more. Bishop Strickland actually took a dig at Patrick Coffin, who is launching or is participating in a conference 
on having hope during the crisis in the church. There are several high-profile lay figures attending. Now, it's worth noting that Patrick Coffin is what I think these days is called a Benny Papist. Before Benedict XVI passed away, that position he held was called a Benny Plenist. Their position was that Benedict was the real pope and that Francis is an anti-pope pretender, a position many come to for a variety of competing reasons. I'm not convinced by any of the arguments I've seen, and I've seen all the arguments from all the high-profile people who make it. I'm just not convinced by it. And I suspect that we're experiencing the spiritual chastisement portion of the Fatima warning before the material chastisement be happens, though I could be wrong about that, and that is a discussion for another time. Here's what Bishop Strickland said about Patrick Coffin, and this goes directly to his SSPX comment. Quote, I join Father Spitzer and fully endorse his stance regarding any statements from Patrick Coffin regarding Pope Francis. End quote. He's tweeting in reference to this tweet from Father Spitzer, which is really not a tweet from him, but it's a comment from him tweeted by a different organization. Quote, I was made aware today, May 11th, 2023, that Patrick Coffin has challenged the authenticity of the Pope Francis. I do not hold his position and would, uh, would never hold this position. Since I have already had an interview with him on a totally different topic, I have asked that my interview be withdrawn from the series and that my name not be associated with the series or other projects he is hosting, including advertising, etc. My sincere apologies for the confusion, but full disclosure was not made to me about Mr. Coffin's controversial position prior to the interview. End quote. Bishop Strickland followed his tweet with this clarification which has not been retracted to my knowledge. Quote, Please allow me to clarify regarding, quote, Patrick Coffin has challenged the authenticity of the Pope, Francis. If this is accurate, I disagree. I believe Pope Francis is the Pope, but it is time for me to say that I reject his program of undermining the deposit of the faith. Follow Jesus, end quote. By the way, there's a heck of a statement there about what Francis is doing, by the way, which we'll get to in a moment. But Strickland's statement about Francis undermining the positive faith caused quite a stir. I am disappointed that he participated in the anti-Patrick Coffin commentary, and I say that as someone who disagrees with Mr. Coffin's thesis regarding the, the Francis question and Benedict being the real Pope question. I do miss the days when we could respectfully disagree with one another on things, but those days seem to pass, but I will fight to keep them regardless. But that statement about Francis and Coffin caused quite a storm for Bishop Strickland, especially after he retracted his statement about the SSPX. I applaud his retraction about the society and how he has ignored the attacks on his character coming from some pro-Francis bloggers. Like this, for example. From the blog Where Pocket Is, I mean, Where Peter Is, we get this headline. Strickland, Schism, Schneider, and the SSPX. It's becoming an ongoing, consistently updated article about his position, and I will do my best to accurately represent what he has to say about this subject in his own words, because I'm certain he'll have something to say about this. Here's the author and proprietor of that website's position in his own words. Quote, It seems a bit fickle that Bishop Strickland resisted Pope Francis and his teachings for years, prior to finally making his opposition to the Pope Twitter official last week. Yet he flipped his position on the SSPX in just a few hours, based on the word of the Auxiliary Bishop of Astania in Kazakhstan. It reeks of what Pope St. Paul VI once described as Archbishop Lefebvre's concrete ways of expressing an ecclesiology that is warped in essential points. Perhaps providentially, Dominic D'Souza and I discussed the SSPX on our most recent episode of The Debrief. We had noticed an unusual increase in favorable coverage of the SSPX, some of it having to do with their new $42 million church in Kansas. That would be the Immaculata, for those not aware. 
as well as two bishops in the mainstream church, Schneider and retired Swiss bishop Vitus Hondar, embarking on something of a publicity tour for the society. Hondar led the Swiss Diocese of Chur until his retirement in 2019, after which he took up residence in a house of Switzerland that is owned by the SSPX. As an aside, he did that with Francis's full knowledge and support. But anyway, Bishop Schneider has been an outspoken defender of the SSPX and its positions, and lately he has been open about endorsing its doctrinal views. Back in March, speaking to John Henry Weston of LifeSite News, Schneider said the SSPX, quote, is not able to, currently, temporarily, to be fully under the control and submission of the Holy See, is justified and is in no way schismatic. He said that view of them in this way is, quote, putting the letter of canon law above the importance, the primary importance of the fullness of the Catholic faith and of the traditional liturgy, and lengthy quote. Mr. Lewis, the author of that piece, goes on to describe in detail how Francis has allegedly said the SSPX were not in schism according to Bishop Hondar, but that statement contradicts other statements by Francis. There's a lack of distinction being made here. Francis has said that the so-called Lefevreist movement is schismatic, but that doesn't mean that they are in schism. I, let me give you a concrete example you can sink your teeth into here. If you criticize a sitting pontiff in a serious way that suggests that you reject or find their authority to be at best suspicious, it's a schismatic thing to do. That would mean the entirety of the recognize and resist movement is in schism, which it is not, if you conflate the two. The most strident critics of the recognize and resist position are, by the way, set of a contest who do love to remind everyone that R&R is in union with what they call an anti-pope. The SSPX offers their masses in the name of Francis. Bishop Fillet meets with Francis on occasion, and even apparently has an office in the Roman Curia if reports are to be believed. None of those facts will be reassuring to the more strident supporters of the SSPX, but the one thing these reports do point to is that Rome doesn't believe the SSPX to be in schism. The situation between the SSPX and Rome is not favorable. No one thinks that that's the case. But that's not the point here. There's an implication being made that Bishop Strickland is now in schism and sharing in the alleged schism of the SSPX. The author of the piece never says that, but you can see it in his words here. It's an implied accusation. Quote, The position of Pope Francis apparently does not carry much weight with Bishop Strickland. Obviously, his numerous interventions on political candidates and parties, as well as his open support for partisan priests outside his diocese, reflects a thoroughly ideological worldview, and one that is far from the obedience and fidelity one should expect from a Catholic bishop. Regarding Strickland and his controversial statements, Brian Fraga has written a comprehensive story on the subject, which also covers the controversial Hope is Fuel gathering, hosted by set of a contest podcaster Patrick Coffin. End quote. Patrick Coffin is not a set of a contest, unless he has somehow endorsed the idea that the last real pope was Pius Twelfth. If he did that, I somehow missed that announcement. Mr. Coffin, I know you you probably don't like my content much, good, but please send me an email or something if that is your position. I, I'd like to know. Mr. Coffin's position is the Benny Plenis position, which says that Benedict was the actual pope and Francis is an anti-pope. Said of a contest believe that John XXIII, Paul VI, John Paul I, John Paul II, Benedict XVI, and Francis are all anti-popes. They are very different positions to hold, but it is useful to conflate them because in the eyes of most Catholics, set of a contest are unreasonable fringe figures who are in schism and possibly are full-blown heretics who kick puppies around. It's disingenuous at best and should be resisted. But I digress. Also, attacking them over uh, secular politics is really funny, all things considered. 
But Patrick Coffin isn't, as far as I can know, the, even the host of that conference. I think it's being run by a different group. I could be wrong about that, though. He's one of the speakers, that's for sure. The conference is called Hope is Fuel, Catholic on Purpose. It's coming soon and features Dr. Peter Kwasniewski as one of its main speakers. I'm not getting paid to tell you that, but because Mr. Coffin was attacked as a set of a contest, when he's not, I will include a link to it in the show notes today at returntotradition.org. That's the name of this podcast with the .org. I post my sources there. Also, for those who are friendly to set of a contest broadly, check out the YouTube channel, What Catholics Believe, which is hosted by a kindly priest who is a set of a contest. He's one of the original set of a contest priests that split from the society. But one that I've never heard ca call Catholics who attend the Novus Ordo or any of the trad orders anything other than Catholic. And that priest is one Father William Jenkins. That channel is again called What Catholics Believe. And it's a good source for education on the faith. And that statement from me by itself should earn some spilled ink if my detractors want to waste their energy giving me some free advertising. Anyway, I'm glad to see that Bishop Strickland corrected the record, and I wish he'd take a softer stand on the Patrick Coffin issue. I get that he may feel he needs to make a statement showing he thinks Francis is the Pope, but in reality, a bishop going after an influential layman always looks a little weird. So pray for Bishop Strickland if you can, offer a Hail Mary for him and his intentions today, and pray for the people at where Pocket is, because they very much love them, some Francis and his uh, synodal spring of the Church of the New Advent over there to put it rather mildly. They love it, in fact, to the point where it's almost concerning. And again, to be clear, I don't have anything against Bishop Strickland. Okay, I'm just pointing out this kerfuffle that went on. But I am curious what you think about this story, so let me know in the comments, please. Like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help as to sharing this on social media. That helps a lot, too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria. <laughs>